This is the Food Factor Podcast, the show that talks about the connection between your health and what you eat or don't eat. I'm your host, Stephanie Mahachek, clinical nutritionist, health coach, science nerd, perma student, and mother of four. I love dogs, babies, and most of all, talking about all things health, wellness, and the weirdness of the human body. Thank you for being here. Welcome, welcome. Thank you again for joining me. I am Stephanie Mahachek, and this is the Food Factor Podcast. And I want to shout out and say, hey, thank you so much for listening. I have a couple of questions from people that uh, are wondering why I named this podcast Food Factor. And real quick, before we get into the uh, topic of today, uh, I wanted to to just update people. So Food Factor originally came about because when I have been working with people as a health coach and as a nutritionist for the past 10 plus years, I really determined that food is the underlying factor in everything. So if you think about it, your body cannot perform how it is supposed to. It can't create hormones, neurotransmitters, cells, bone, muscle, anything without nutrients. And nutrients we get from food. So to me, food is the ultimate factor in everything and can be often overlooked when we're talking about certain medical conditions or certain behaviors or things like that. It always comes back to food. So that's kind of where Food Factor uh, Nutrition, which is my business, came about. And then I wanted to have a podcast because I enjoy talking more than I enjoy writing. So I didn't want to have a blog. I wanted to start a podcast. So that's kind of a little background on that. Hopefully uh, that answers some of those questions on why in the world Food Factor is the name of this podcast. So today, is this is kind of an off-the-cuff episode where I wasn't planning on recording an episode today, but the fact that I got the same couple of questions uh, back to back to back, and I had the same conversation with multiple people in the last couple of days, I decided that I probably should just talk about this real quick. So when it comes to meal planning, how do you feel about meal planning? Is it one of those things that you absolutely dread? Or is it one of those things that you are inspired to do and love doing and love finding new recipes? Like where do you fall on that spectrum? For a lot of the people that I talk to, they are more on the dread side of the spectrum. They don't want to put a lot of time and effort into meal planning, even though they recognize that it saves a lot of time during the week and it uh, really helps to organize things and they're more likely then to have healthier meals. So they see the benefit, but they don't want to put in the effort. So what I want to talk about today is the question I have for you and the question I have for many people when they ask about meal planning and and kind of groan and grunt about it is, are you making meal planning harder than it needs to be? So what I mean by that is there is a huge spectrum of what meal planning means. So for some people, It means they got to get those special little containers. They have to have everything labeled. Everything is stacked in their fridge. And you've probably seen pictures of some people who do meal planning that way, which is awesome if that's how it works for you. But it doesn't have to be like that. Meal planning doesn't only have to be those stacked containers of rice and chicken and broccoli in your fridge. What it also could be is you simply have a general idea 
of the dinners that you will be having this week and it's written down somewhere maybe and you just simply have those items in your house so you can make them. That's kind of the other end of the spectrum where it's a little less organized, but generally you know what you will be having and it takes that pressure of what are we going to have for dinner off of your plate a little bit. So personally, I kind of fall on the spectrum of in between the stacked containers in the fridge and the generally having an idea, we have it organized in a different way. So I'm going to share my example. If it's helpful for you, great. If you do it differently, awesome. If you you know want to try it this way, whatever. It's just throwing this out there as a sample. And, and I'll kind of pepper in some things that I've learned along the way from other people um, that have been like good ideas that are, are really interesting to try out. So Generally speaking, we have certain days of the week. And by days of the week, I mean, you know, the the coveted Taco Tuesday is, is usually big. So that doesn't mean we have tacos every single Tuesday, but usually we have Mexican food. So whether that's quesadillas, whether that's uh, tacos or burritos or burrito bowls or something along that general theme, we have one of the days of the week is generally a Mexican dish of some sort. We also generally have a stir fry, some sort of stir fry night. So sometimes that might be orange chicken. Sometimes that might be pineapple chicken. You know, so there's always a different form of it, but it generally is always going to be some sort of stir fry with rice and veggies and a protein of some sort. So that's another day. Then we usually have some sort of grill night with we're grilling steaks or we might be grilling chicken. We might be grilling hamburgers, you know, some sort of grill night that you can then play around with what you're actually going to grill. And then another night might be a pasta night or an Italian night or something like that. These are just the examples that we have that generally work for our family and yours might be different, but that might be an option for you as well. And the benefit of doing it where it's like a themed night or, or roughly speaking, you have uh, certain cuisines that you generally do on various days is that now if I know, okay, I have to fill in for stir fry night on Thursday, uh, now I can go to Pinterest or Google or wherever you pull your recipes from and solely just look for stir fry recipes versus healthy dinner recipes and 4,000 different things pop up and now you're overwhelmed. If you're targeted in your search, it makes it a lot easier to find an option for you. So just an idea of having more of a themed night. I know a lot of people will do like a meatless Monday or salad night or sandwich night, something like that, where it, it generally speaking, you have a structure to your week, but it gives you a lot of flexibility or having the kids be involved. Like what kind of sandwiches do you want to pick out tonight or whatever? It gives them, it gives you a lot of flexibility in what you have, but the general structure is there. Now, speaking of structure, we want to make sure, like I've talked about in previous episodes, I even have a free handout, a, a, a meal planning guide that I'll link under the show notes that walks you through what a, what a meal structure could look like and, and generally should for balance look like. So this is where we're talking about what, what protein sources are you going to have? What veggies are you going to have on the side? How do you balance it? What kind of healthy fats are you going to include in there? Because once you get that general structure down, you can make a meal out of anything. And it doesn't have to be pretty either. I mean, you could just have, okay, well, I got to fill the veggie bucket. So I'm just going to, you know, heat up some of these 
frozen peas or whatever, and I got to fill the protein bucket, so I'm going to thaw out some of that or whatever. Like It gives you, again, a lot of flexibility, but it also gives you the structure and the general guidelines. So download that, that free guide. I kind of walk you through that with examples of what it looks like. And um, a lot of people really say that they like it and they kind of use this because no matter where you go or where you eat or whose house you're at, if you can kind of look for the certain categories that you need to fill to kind of make it a balanced meal, it's helpful because then it gives you some, some flexibility, but also some structure. So I would love to hear your general tips and how you plan your meals. Are you one that pre-chops everything and has everything in bowls and bins and whatnot in the fridge and you just pull and go? And, and I mean, I love that organization and that structure. That's not how my life can run at this point, but but to each their own. And, and there's no wrong way to do it. The only wrong way to do it is if you don't do it. And, and, you know, if it's just a matter of writing it down on a calendar for you and just knowing that you generally have the ingredients around, perfect. If it's a matter of you're going to pick a certain night for a certain cuisine, perfect. If it's, you know, you're going to pre-make a bunch of things and batch cook things and freeze it ahead of time and have things ready to go for the, the nights that are chaotic and you don't get to the store, perfect. That is also meal planning. So how do you tend to find that, that, what works for you for meal planning? First of all, send me a message or um, tag me on Instagram or Facebook. I would love to hear kind of your general tips on what works for you, because I'm sure if it works for you, it'll work for somebody else as well. Um, also, when we're talking about batch cooking, think about doing that with anything that's going to reheat well. So we talk about that, of course, with like chilies and soups and stuff that can freeze and then reheat well. It's not a matter of if something will freeze well. It's a matter of will it reheat well? Because there are a lot of things that you really can't reheat and they taste the same. So like mashed potatoes, for example, just don't really taste great when they're thawed out. Um, or certain vegetables get a little squishy and they aren't as great when they're thawed out. So um, so, but that might mean, are you going to batch cook a bunch of quinoa or are you going to batch cook a bunch of brown rice and have that just kind of in uh, pre pre measured out little containers in the freezer. And then if you just need one or two servings of it, you just grab that and go. So kind of think about that and how can you incorporate some of the things that are already in your freezer into your meals for this upcoming week? It's really actually uh, kind of a fun thing to go through and be like, okay, it's a freezer clean out week. So what can we make with this frozen, whatever the heck that is? And what can we thaw out to, you know, what's that going to become and all that? It's kind of nice to be able to go through and kind of clean out and incorporate those into some of your meals as well. So things like shredded chicken, shredded beef, pulled pork, that kind of stuff freezes really, really well as well. And you can use that for a lot of things like quesadillas or burrito bowls or um, uh, different like sandwiches and stuff like that. You can easily incorporate some of those things um, in multiple different ways. They call it cook once, eat twice so or, or three times or four times. So start thinking about some of those things and how that could incorporate into your meals. And then really, if as long as you're getting some fresh produce or, or, or frozen, uh, but as long as you're getting something along the side, the main part of the meal is usually done at that point. So it's a really just quick way to plan out your meals ahead of time, making sure that you're following generally the structure of a balanced meal. Again, download that free guide uh, that I have, I'll link below. It's also on my website. Uh, but I would love to hear how your meal planning goes and what tips you enjoy and what works for you and your family. 
Um, and please uh, feel free to tag me in that and, and post your tips online. So this is a, kind of a shorty little episode this week. But I, I again, I had had the same conversation a few times with a couple of different people. And I was like, you know what, let's just put this on the podcast. So hopefully it was helpful for you. Please share your tips and tricks online. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Bye.